Bismillahirrahmanirrahim wa bihi nasta'in wa salli lahumma wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa baraka wa sallam wa sallama tasliman kathira amma ba'd Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh We begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala seeking his divine aid, seeking his assistance Umsa'iva Allah azza wa jal guides and can misguide and umsa'iva Allah azza wa jal misguides and can guide I be witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah Azza wa Jal alone without any partner. And I testify that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is his final prophet and messenger. Wa alhamd, in our last lesson, we reached and we completed the fifth verse of the Fatiha. And today, inshaAllah, we move on to verse number six. But one more reflection over verse number five before we move on. And that is... The powerful nature of this du'a which is contained in the Fatiha. Since Al-Fatiha, essentially it is a du'a. And specifically, the verse, إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ nasta'in Has an amazing meaning. As we have clarified and mentioned. And Shaykh Al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, Rahimullah Ta'ala, he said that I investigated and I contemplated and I searched for the most beneficial of du'as. فَإِذَا هُوَ سُؤَالَ اللَّهِ فَإِذَا هُوَ سُؤَالَ اللَّهِ الْعَوْنِ عَلَى مَرْضَاتِهِ And then he said, I found that the most beneficial supplication was to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to achieve his pleasure. ثُمَّ رَأَيْتُهُ فِي الْفَاتِحَةِ And then he says, I found this meaning contained in the Fatiha, in the following words, إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ You alone do we worship, and you alone do we seek aid and assistance from. And so this is from amongst the most powerful du'as a believer makes. And he makes this du'a at least 17 times a day in his daily prayers. And this shows us the great need we have for this du'a. For if Allah Azawajal does not aid and assist us, to achieve his worship, we will never ever be able to achieve the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a manner which is pleasing to him. Verse number 6, Allah Azza wa Jal says, إِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ إِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ Guide us to the straight path. Meaning, دُلَّنَا وَأَرْشِدْنَا Indicate to us, show us the path and guide us towards the path. Show us the path, Ya Allah, and guide us towards the path. وَوَفِّقْنَا إِلَى الصِّرَاطِ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ And grant us the divine guidance to be upon the straight path. And the straight path, it is, as Shaykh Abdul Rahman mentions, هُوَ الطَّرِيقُ الْوَاضِحَ الْمُوسِلْ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَإِلَى جَنَّتِهِ It is the clear path. The path which reaches Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his paradise. This is the path which Allah Azza wa Jal is pleased with for his servants. And this is the path which Allah Azza wa Jal wants us to follow. And so we implore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us towards this path. By way of his divine guidance. And the path which is known as the straight path it comes together 
when two factors are met when these two factors come together then one traverses the straight path what is it it is firstly knowing the truth and knowing the path and then secondly it is to adhere and to follow the path for merely knowing the path it is not sufficient to be rightly guided rather one needs to know the truth and practice upon it just like one who practices upon Islam Without knowing Islam, this does not benefit the person unless the person has sure and true knowledge of Islam. So when these two factors come together, knowing the path and knowing the truth and practicing upon it, then the person has been guided to the path. And so we say, فَهْدِنَا إِلَى الصِّرَاتِ وَهْدِنَا إِلَى فِي الصِّرَاتِ Ya Allah, guide us towards the path and then whilst we are upon the path, Keep us steadfast upon the path. Because hidayah towards this path, the sirat, the straight path, wherein there is no crookedness, means to adhere to the religion of Al-Islam and to leave off every single matter which opposes it. At the head of it, other religions. That a person who believes in Islam, he cannot believe that there are other paths of salvation whereby one can reach the pleasure of Allah Azza wa Jal and His Jannah. So, a necessary requirement of following this path means to adhere to the religion of Islam and to leave off all religions besides it. And this guidance to the path, it encompasses guidance to all the details of the religion, which encompasses knowledge and action. And so this dua, فَهَذَا الدُّعَاهُ مِنْ أَجْمَعِ الْعَدِيَةِ وَأَنْفَعِهَا لِلْعَبْدِ That this dua اِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ It is the most beneficial dua and the most comprehensive dua that the servant can make. And for this reason Allah Azza wa Jal obligated, obligated it upon us to supplicate to Him in each and every single raka'ah in our salah to implore Him to guide us towards the path. Because of the Abs dire need towards finding this path and traversing this path and practicing and sticking to this path. So Allah Azawajal mentioned guide us towards the straight path. But how do we know the straight path? What is the reality of the straight path? And who are those who emulate? this path and who are those who show us this path Allah Azza wa Jal clarified this to us in another verse in Surah An-Nisa verse 69 where Allah Azza wa Jal said وَمَن يُتَعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالصِّدِّقِينَ وَشُهَدَاءِ وَالصَّالِحِينَ وَحَسُنَ أُولَٰئِكَ رَفِيقًا Allah said whomsoever shows obedience to Allah and to the Messenger Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Allah says فَأُولَٰئِكَ Then those individuals They will be with those Whom Allah Azza wa Jal has conferred His favor upon them مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ Of Prophets وَالصِّدِّقِينَ And the truthful ones وَشُهَدَاءَ The martyrs And the salihin 
and what a great and good companionship these individuals are. So those who emulate the straight path at the head of them, they are the prophets. They are the Siddiqun, the truthful ones, such as Abu Bakr, who has been named a Siddiq, those who were truthful with regard to their faith, externally and internally, Washuhada, the martyrs, those who fought in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and were slain for no other reason than making the karima of La ilaha illallah reign supreme over all other religions and the salihin, the righteous ones, those who follow the Quran and the Sunnah and they follow the guidance as the guidance have come to them in the Quran and the Sunnah. These are the individuals who yani, display this path to us and they are those who emulate the Siratul Mustaqim. May Allah Azawajal make us from amongst their followers. Ameen. So this Sirat, it is not shown to us by any particular Imam or any particular Shaykh or any particular Da'i. For this reason we don't attach ourselves to specific individuals but we attach ourselves to prophets and truthful ones and the martyrs and the salihin. Allah Azza wa Jal then says غَيْرِ الْمَغْدُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ يعني غير meaning not and what is omitted here is sirat not the path of those whom your wrath and your anger has fell upon them يعني الَّذِي أَرَفُوا الْحَقُّ وَتَرَكُوهُ كَالْيَهُودِ وَنَحْوِيمِ like those who recognize the truth and were given divine guidance but then they turn their backs on this guidance such as the Jews and the like of them such as the Jews and the like of them and not the path of the Dalin not the path of those who are misguided and they are those who and they are those individuals who has turned their back upon the truth based upon ignorance and misguidance like the Nasara and the like of them. So in this verse there is a powerful reminder and meaning. And that is that the anger of Allah Azzawajal is upon the Jews just like it is upon the Christians. Why? Because the Jews they knew the truth and they turned their back upon the truth. The Nasara they turn their back upon the truth due to ignorance and misguidance. And so this, these two verses, or this verse, verse number 7, it relates to them specifically. However, there is a principle in Tafsir that states, Al-Ibratu laysat bi khususi sabab walakin bi umumi love. That the lesson which is derived from the Quran and the verses in the Quran is not due to its specific reason but rather by the generality of the wording and the meaning contained in the verse. So even though this verse was revealed specifically with regards to the Jews and the Christians, it doesn't mean that it applies specifically to them. Because a Muslim can also fall into this. After he knows the truth, after he knows the Quran, after he knows the Sunnah, if he leaves it off, then he has resembled the Yahud. And a believer who acts upon ignorance and hawa and desire and he doesn't follow the guidance as the guidance was revealed then he is like the Nasara since they followed 
yani their whims and their desires and they invented in the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so we mentioned previously for this reason we don't attach ourselves to specific individuals rather we attach ourselves to those who emulate the straight path at the head of them the prophets so Sheikh Abdul Rahman mentions and he closes off the surah with the following summary he says that this surah despite its brevity it contains that which other surah other surahs of the Quran does not contain firstly it includes the three categories of Tawheed that in the surah there is a mention for the three categories of Tawheed and this shows us that this is a concept which is not innovated but rather it is derived from the Quran and the Sunnah when the scholars looked at the general evidences pertaining to Tawheed and pertaining to the Lordship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala His divine right to be worshipped and His names and His attributes so how does the surah display to us the three categories of Tawheed? firstly Tawheed al-Rububiyyah is taken from the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen In this is establishment of the Lordship of Allah That Allah is the Creator, the Owner, the Master and the Sustainer of all of the creation That He is the Rabb and this is Tawheed al-Rububiyyah Secondly Tawheed al-Ilahiyyah Tawheed of Allah Azawajal's divine right to be worshipped And this is taken from the name Allah because the name Allah it means the one who is deserved of being worshipped in truth the one who is be, the one who is deserved of being worshipped in truth and this we derive from it yani tawheed al-uluhiyah just like we derive from the verse iyyaka na'budu wa iyyaka nasta'in that this relates to Allah azawajal's divine right to be worshipped and his exclusive right to be worshipped and this is Tawheed of worship the Tawheed of worship just like the surah mentions affirmation of Allah Azawajal's names and his attributes and it means to affirm perfect yani, names and perfect attributes for Allah Azawajal just like he affirmed this for himself or his messenger والسلام, affirmed this without ta'tir, without rejecting this name without tamthil believing that this name when it is affirmed it is like that of the creation and without tashbih without believing that when we affirm the names and attributes of Allah that it resembles that of the creation and what shows us this is alhamd right that all praise belongs to Allah is indicative of Allah Azawajal's beautiful names and attributes and more explicit verses like Allah, Bismillah, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. This is from Allah Azawajal's names, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. So this is affirmation of his Tawheed al-Asma wa Sifat. Shaykh Abdul Rahman also mentions that despite the brevity of the surah, it includes affirmation of prophethood. And this is found in the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ihdina sirat al-Mustaqeem, guide us towards the straight path since it is impossible to establish yani risala it is impossible to, to establish prophethood 
without the sending of the messengers. Just like it is impossible to know the path which leads to Allah Azawajal without yani, the messengers. So, yani, implicitly in this verse, prophethood is affirmed. Because there is no way to establish yani, the straight path without the prophets. And Allah Azawajal says, mustaqim." Just like in the surah, there is affirmation of recompense for deeds. And this is found in the statement of Allah Azawajal. Maliki Yawmiddin. And that this recompense will be according to Allah Azawajal's justice and according to his yani, deen. Or rather, because the meaning of recompense, the meaning of it is to compensate based upon justice. Just like he says, the surah in it is affirmation of Qadr. In it is affirmation of predestiny and Allah Azza determining the outcome of all things before its occurrence and that the servant he is the one who does his actions yani he is the one who is responsible for his actions um, truly in opposition to the Qadariyah those who deny the concept of predestination and the Jabariyah those who believe that we are coerced to do our deeds and this perhaps is found in the verse Maliki Yawmiddin, the master of the day of recompense, the day wherein the servants will be compensated for their deeds which they done by their own will. Which they done by their own will. Just like he mentions that this surah it includes a refutation upon all the innovated groups and misguided groups, and this is found in the statement of Allah Azawajal, Ihdina Sirat al Mustaqim, guide us towards the straight path. Because the straight path, it is knowing the truth and practicing upon it. And each and every single innovator and person who is misguided opposes this dua and opposes this verse. How so? They either don't know the truth and they establish actions or they establish actions without knowing the truth. So this encompasses each and every single innovator. Because the innovator opposes the revelation of Allah Azawajal, the Quran and the Sunnah. Just like the Surah, it includes sincerity of religion for the sake of Allah. And this is found in the verse إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ You alone do we worship and you alone do we seek aid and assistance from. And so, Alhamdulillah, this is the explanation of Surah Al-Fatiha. Fatihatul Kitab, the opener of the book. And we mentioned that one of its names, amongst its many names, it is called Ummul Kitab. It is called the mother of the book because all of the meanings found in the Quran, it returns to the verses and the meanings found in Suratul Fatiha. So we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to grant us the ability to reflect over the Surah. And to reflect over the surah each and every single day when we recite it. So we can have a more profound meaning in our lives insha'Allah. And that we become guided by the surah. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha anta. Astaghfiruka wa tubi like. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu.